No, no. Happy Saturday, everyone. Today, we are in conversation with Ms. Bidisha Saikia, a change maker who is running the Bleed with Dignity campaign on change.org for bringing pads in schools. Bleed with Dignity campaign is asking the government of Assam to install biodegradable pad vending machines in every government school of Assam. One of the change makers who were awarded with the She Create Change grant by change.org India. Hello, ma'am. Happy to have you with us today. Hi, Manvi. Thank you so much for having me today. And uh, yeah, so, I'm, and I'm happy to be here. Thank you. I would like to begin with my first question. That is, how do you define social problems? So I think for me, social problem uh, would be something. Uh, it's 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 more of a process rather than a condition, uh, which affects. a lot of people together and uh, i think that also brings a lot of people together when we uh, you know uh, try to um uh, diminish or eliminate certain social problems like racism uh, homelessness hunger poverty and um so uh, i mean this is this is something social problems also i feel that um it ignites and uh, uh, brings and motivates you or an individual to even uh, do something about it and not just rather sit and be a spectator of it i have heard so many definitions of social problem but i would say that it is the first time i am hearing such an optimistic one <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can say that because because there has been so many instances i've seen i mean see in india especially in a country like india and i i am come from a very i actually was born and brought up in a very small town uh, from assam and um even though i was not much accustomed with the whole city life before or you know how the world was but um like even though the problems over there in those in those small towns may look very minute but um, i think over the time when i moved out when i went to metro city stayed there i felt that uh, you know it's it's how an individual looks uh, at a social pro- or a, a problem to be honest rather than what the problem actually is because uh, you know but the, sometimes it happens that a small problem might also uh, look very small for you but it might be a big issue for you so i think it depends it's very individual this thing so now let's uh, go to our next question that that is tell us something about bleed with dignity campaign okay uh, so uh, bleed with dignity actually hap- like i launched i started this campaign uh, in year 2000 i think i think two years back yeah um so it happened with a news that i read uh, in april 2017 about a girl uh, who lost her life because some apparently some parasites went inside her vagina and ate all her all the small intestines and, and that doctor said that her death was caused due to that and because she was using an uh, unhygienic uh, cloth during her menstrual periods when she was getting her periods um now now it's um, uh, the example also doesn't set a wrong example this example doesn't set a uh, you know uh, I, like i'm not advocating against 
cloth pads or you know people using cloth during menstruation because we are all talking about sustainable menstruation now and i know brilliant people who are working on it um but it's about even if you're using a cloth how how hygienic is it are you using using it in a proper way are you washing it so so apparently the news which i even met the reporter who covered that news and she said that the girl was actually uh because of the taboo that is attached with menstruation she actually uh, found it really shameful to to dry that cloth that she was using during her periods in an open area where there's like proper sunlight she used to dry it in a very dark area in a dark space and i think i've seen this from my childhood even where i've seen my own mom who used to uh, you know use cloths during her periods she used to also never uh, you know openly dry those piece of clothes in 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 direct sunlight which is actually um uh, preferred because then only it it says it kills germs which is whatever is there in the cloth so i felt uh, i i felt so uh, moved and uh, disheartened with this incident when i read it and uh, then i thought why why am i not doing anything about it and this is a, it, this is a, this is an example from a district in odalgui which is a remote district in assam so um i felt why is someone losing their life for just not having basic access to menstrual hygiene products and that's when i thought we you know why not like uh, make these products available right in school and also breed with dignity is not only about um you know advocating for bringing pads to schools or you know bringing uh, menstrual um hygiene products to school but it's also about to start a conversation around menstruation which is still considered a taboo topic among schools uh, students of assam especially belonging to the uh, government schools like private schools now it's like students start talking about it but in government schools mostly wherever i worked in all these uh, years i have not seen much uh, of it being openly being talked about so breed with dignity actually happened from there uh, and um, uh when i started it i feel uh, i felt i it, it was different i was just i just had this idea that you know i should do something and let me just get these ask the government of assam to uh, to uh, you know provide this basic healthcare and maybe you know how come uh, you know they are not moved by this uh, little girl who lost her life um and um, and also it was so important to talk about it so it happened from since then and i think uh, the campaign grew with a lot of support uh, and uh, uh, from uh, from uh, from the people who and also there were a lot of signatories who signed it um it was also supported by uh, by uh, um uh, uh, you know professor mv uh, mv uh, gowda who was uh, the uh, who was from imc Uh, and also uh, the many he was also uh, um, you know writing the manifesto for so uh, i think that also gave me a boost for that and that's how the, the campaign kept growing because i i felt i i i think everyone felt that it was high time that people start talking about something like this i totally agree with what you said that it's really a high time that we are open about it and not be ashamed or just sabotage this topic in four walls so this brings to my third question that uh, tell us something about the she creates change award that you were awarded with so uh, she creates change is a flagship program by change org india 
uh, where they select the 30 women change makers pan india uh, who um, to come into a platform and um, uh, you know build a basically a strong powerful community of women change makers um, who uh, who who come with, the, with their own uh, ideas with their own set of beliefs with their own causes that they want to fight for and we then get together co-create uh share support each other because you know i might have a campaign today and maybe you know a person that i meet tomorrow she might know oh, i know i can help you with this or something and she creates change is actually an um, amazing uh, opportunity um because it is actually doubling the fact that you know uh, that there are barriers to women's uh, voices uh being elevated and now here is an opportunity where these women are uh, invited to come and uh, you know make them realize the power that, that they have inside them and uh, use it to create change such a noble one i should say so my next question follows is though we are in the 21st century we still see that it as a taboo subject so what are your views about it um actually uh it is still a taboo because i mean i mean as you know as you know and I, i think everyone has been that like there are already so many activists so many young individuals uh, who are uh, doing a lot in their capacity to uh, you know um, uh, strike a conversation or and and now there are like many and multiple uh, number of initiatives uh, and uh you know where people are uh, doing activities related to, to with menstruation with theater with di- uh, with the artists and uh, and it is actually amplifying the voice that we want to uh, to be heard um but somewhere down the line in i think i'm not i'm not talking about much of the urban space but somewhere in the rural spaces because i have uh done my field work in in uh, two aspiration districts districts of assam in the space of menstrual hygiene and i realized that uh, it's women do not have the right to make decisions uh, most of the women do not have the right to make decisions uh, the ma- the man is always the head of the family and uh they even do not have the right to make decisions for their own health and um, this i have also seen uh, some at times in my family as well when my you know my uh, you know my mother would be like you know you know i have a headache i think i should go and check with the doctor and my father would be like no no it's fine you will be okay you you are uh, i think you're just too stressed out or something so mm-hmm. i think uh, it is high time that women give importance to themselves i'll i'll put, i'll actually share a very nice example that i had um that i actually encountered with during one of my field visits so um so uh, this woman who was having a lot of uh, trouble uh, she had like painful periods she asked she thought i was coming uh, because i was doing a survey so she thought i came with uh, with solutions to her you know how to uh, i'll be the one who will be giving her suggestions on what should should she do but then i had to explain i'm not a doctor or something so i definitely also and one problem is that i think many of the women hardly uh, i i i have hardly even in my own friends group i i don't think uh, very few of them would have hardly consulted a gynecologist uh, 
even like only if they will have a problem then only like people will uh, consult one so i think it's very important to to look after your own health and specifically something which is which is um, you know which happens every month which you which you encounter with every month and you bleed 5 days a week so i think uh, uh, and that woman actually so coming back to the example the woman uh, the woman underwent so i asked her what is what is it why do you feel pain i have have your periods been irregular or something with whatever little knowledge that i had and she said that uh, i underwent uh, tubectomy uh because we did not want any more children uh then i asked why didn't your husband so who like did was it your choice to undergo tubectomy uh like did your husband uh didn't your husband uh you know volunteer to that he undergoes vasectomy because it's considered to be more safe etc and she said no because he'll fall weak and he's the only earning member of the family so i didn't want that to happen to him so i felt so so then i realized that you know oh my god this is not something that um so this is not something that i want to see in especially in my state uh, where you know we worship a bleeding goddess over here maka matcha mm-hmm. and here we are ironically we are again talking about uh you know uh, making menstruation a harsh topic and you know having this um, and that that uh, lucky a chuk type behave behavior hota hai so i i feel that the, this is not not done and high time that it's it's really really high time that we uh you know do something about it so uh, what i told i think i left with a note to that woman that you know uh, you know don't ever I don't know what con- what kind of a conversation you have with your husband, uh, but please also let him know that there are options that he can also go for vasectomy. And now you did it, but please don't encourage other women to do it because um, just because your husband is earning doesn't mean that uh, you know you'll always uh, uh, be bearing the whole brunt of it. So yeah, and you give birth, he doesn't. So it should be your decision. Yeah, that's that's what I think. Oh my God, this anecdote of yours has taken me to next level. Like, I can't. It it'll take time for me to digest this thing what she said. Yeah. And this is quite normal in many households. Absolutely, exactly. Like, uh, this is this was just one example. I've come across so many women, village women in in these districts where uh, they do not have a say, where they are not bodied. Uh, like, I have like, for example, so so. so believe dignity also doesn't wants to limit itself to just talking about uh, uh you know pads or uh, creating awareness obviously i've done um uh, with the uh, so i was one of the change makers uh, through the chief race change program to receive a grant from singer of india to to leverage my campaign and amplify it more and through which i did a wall a live wall rural art uh, in in collaboration with one of the local ngos called parjar academy here in guwahati assam itself uh where we invited uh, the uh, commissioner of guwahati municipal corporation uh, who came and inaugurated the whole wall and there were there were i think more than 500 people present in that uh, whole event uh and i think he came and gave a very motivating speech and he was very inspired that someone is finally doing something about this you know uh, this topic and not, and trying to remove the taboo which is attached with it and uh, i think such and even if we can influence such local leaders uh, you know uh, to come and speak about it i think that also will make some kind of a difference um 
uh because it's 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 not it's i cannot only i'm i you know you or i alone cannot change the world you need allies you need people who can join in and uh, uh you know help you and and amplify the cause you know so yeah yes so this brings to my next question that is do you think over a period of time we will be able to eradicate the word menstruation from being a taboo word i i'm very positive about it i think i, I think um, and we are already uh, paving i think we are already halfway through it um uh, and i think with all and now that people are the number of people who are getting uh, you know who are more becoming aware and aware gradually i feel uh, this would uh, it started i think from a small uh, circle but i think this is going to be a long 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 chain which is uh you know it it it's going to have a ripple effect soon where uh, uh you know because so it, it's it's um how do i explain like um like some at some point of time you see that uh okay we are really progressing we are really talking about menstruation but when you come across examples like what i mentioned uh, uh in my earlier uh, talk was then you kind of get also like the motivated okay are we backing so behind are we uh, like where did we miss out where did we go wrong um, uh, so i think this divide has to be uh, bridged and uh, i think that i think that will also, that will definitely um, increase the uh, the impact of it more and uh, hopefully uh, menstruation will not uh, be again a, a taboo topic anymore yeah here we are in the urban culture where we are okay to talk about it at the same time in the rural culture we are not so yeah you yeah. rightly said that the bridge needs to be built yeah so as you have already mentioned a lot of anecdote about your assam stories that is happening like the women over there are suffering through so is it what do you think is it anything different from the entire country or are the people ready to issue to address this issue or it's the same in the entire country uh i think uh, so i can only talk from an experience of in the state that i worked uh, so i worked in maharashtra gujarat and uh, meghalaya and uh, assam um i've stayed in delhi i've done my graduation from delhi but i've not really actually worked worked in delhi so uh, so while in, i think in all across all these states and um and since uh obviously i have friends from other states as well so whatever they uh, tell share their experience of when they hit first minarchy it's quite different i was it's so funny uh, uh when i when was, i think one of those uh, few first years of my college in bu where uh, um, the lady uh, one of the, the my professor was um, was from i think was from the northeast or she was married to a northeast something like that northeast person and um uh she uh, actually asked me vidisha why don't you tell us about your experience because we were learning i had sociology in college and we were learning about uh, social uh, norms social rituals and what the society follows so she abruptly asked me vidisha why don't you tell your experience of how your first period was and etc and i told him i got married to a banana plant because that was that was what i had to go through uh, as per the rituals what we follow in assam uh, i mean right now it's it's bizarre to hear and um, 
right now uh, it's still being practiced in many of the interior uh, villages of assam um so so basically what this ceremony is it's called tuloni bia which is also in english i don't know um, if we have but we call it small marriage i think oh uh, so it, it's a, it's it's already like the girl getting married because uh, uh, you are properly um, dressed uh, and then um, Uh, like a bride you kept you are you know you are uh, decorated like a bride and uh, uh, you have these rituals where you cannot see other men uh, for like 11 days 15 days you cannot have uh, spicy food you can you have to sleep uh, in a very different room and that too uh, on the ground not in a bed you cannot you have to eat there itself Uh, and this is something that i've gone through and initially obviously i was young and this was or this was followed by my mother my sisters everyone i was in no position to question that in fact i was i think i was half happy because i used to get so there's a ceremony and uh, you invite people and there were like 700 guests in my wedding can you imagine my god <laughs> is this, is this for real 700 it is for real i can even share pictures of my like oh <laughs> So um it it sounds fun because you get a lot of presents from these people <laughs> they bring gifts <laughs> but uh, ironically on the uh, on the other side of it the, the ceremony is actually to also celebrate that your daughter is now of marriageable age <laughs> she can now bear a child she can now reproduce another human being uh, which is why she's made why she's born for so um that's why the parents like the society celebrates and uh, 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 you know and that's that's actually the sad part of it because then you see the women only through the lens of a, of just a, a reproductive uh, reproducing yeah reproductive machine reproducing machine so um uh, i think uh, these rituals i've never seen in other states Uh, there are some few parts of i think the south in the southern south, mm-hmm. south you might uh, uh, see this but in assam it's quite uh, quite common and uh, and you can also imagine the amount of uh, uh, money that is spent in these small weddings because it's it's such a burden also the society also expect that you know once your daughter hits menarchy you have to uh, throw uh, you know celebrate it on a on a larger level and um i think uh, the same happened with my parents they were also they were in a society where the, the society expected this out of them and uh, i wish i was uh, i i was in a position that time to stop it you know um you know make them understand this is not right not not something that we should follow uh, uh but yeah but i think uh, uh, whenever now when i when i see the young girls um when i go to schools and take sessions on menstrual hygiene um along with that i also try my i put an effort to also educate or you know create awareness among the parents uh, and the children as well uh, it leads to have uh, to 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 give to give them a choice of what you know what uh, do they want for themselves i think that is more important uh, at the end of the day um yeah So I still want to know. So you got you were made to marry a banana tree. Banana tree, yeah. Uh, so uh, that is one of the rituals that we follow in a Tuluni Bia uh, when the girl hits uh, Minaki, and uh, 
uh, I I actually uh, decorated the tree. It's a small banana uh, plant. Like so, I decorated it. I had to uh, uh, you know put a, a, a I, I think I I put a, a gold chain on on that <laughs> banana. <laughs> so. Uh, So yeah, this, these kinds of uh, things I've done. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, then I meet the set. Uh, the guests come and you know they they give us gifts and uh, blessings and um, it's it's I don't know. I, it's it's a fun fun event to be if you if you attend <laughs> one. But uh, uh, I was very happy. I was very excited. I think then because I got tips and uh, I was made like a bride. I, I I did makeup for the first time. So because I was quite young. So we were not allowed to do makeup at school. So I think I was, uh, I got a break from school also, and I and I actually missed school because of that. So I think that is also one thing that we uh, need to address. That you know you miss school for such ceremonies and which is not no use. And I had my final exams then, and my it, my final exams were off. my grades are actually also affected because I couldn't uh, attend the last the uh, last few lectures. So. Um, I wish I wish I could go back and change, but uh, it's okay. I think um, uh, you know, believe with dignity itself would give me an opportunity. Has given me an opportunity uh, to work uh, towards uh, eradicating, or you know, uh, at least uh, not making menstruation a taboo topic anymore among uh, school students and parents. Um, and I'm happy that uh, now, since since the campaign launch and everything, uh, it was. The whole wall art was quite uh, well approved, and it has travelled across a lot of places, um, covered by a lot of media. Uh, so I, uh, so I think, uh, and people then coming up to me that you're really doing a good job. Even and more than that, my own parents coming up to me and then you know saying that uh, it's actually uh, high time that we address it because uh, uh, you know so many, so many women are. Uh, I've seen uh, girls missing schools. Because of there's no facility, I actually uh, for the first time I saw a pad vending machine. So I actually missed school during when I was in anything standard nine because there was no uh, facility of uh, of any there was nothing available uh, to be used. I had to call my dad and ask him please get me home. And so I missed half day of school. And then the first time I saw a pad vending machine was when I went to uh, Delhi, like in my college. And I thought, oh my God, it's such an empowering thing to be there. You know, at least you know that this space is yours. You don't feel uninvited in in a in a toilet space because you know that okay, if I get a period, okay, there's something I can use. So I I so that's how it, the whole camping started. And that's uh, I think um, I think it's it's uh, pad vending machines can be an empowering stuff. Uh, but again, uh, not restricting it to only just machines, vending machines, and all. I've also, uh, it. I want to open a dialogue to start a conversation, uh, and uh, equally empower young girls, adolescents, and women to make their own choices. I don't know what to say about this thing. Like uh, here, we are in a country where we have vending machines also, and then the, here we are in the same country where people are celebrating it as a mini marriage. Yeah. So this is what the yes, you again. I would quote you that the bridges need to be mended. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. any any ending notes that you want to share to the audience with? Um. Uh. 
I think uh, so. I um, I I mean, whatever I whatever like, I just want to share that. Um, I started with a camp. It believe with dignity actually became a campaign uh, and gained a lot of support uh, because I somehow believed in the cause and uh, um, I didn't want to be a spectator sitting at home and just reading the news and. uh just doing and posting some online uh, comments you know writing about my views so um and i i i know that there are so many people out there who um who wants to do something for the society um there are so many young people that need who have such new ideas so i think um if people can come together and uh, you know share uh, what they feel and it's not only about having an idea it's also about having a plan for it so i think when such people young passionate uh, not young also like anyone uh, anyone who can who, who where there's a platform to come together and you know build such um, uh, build something that you really want to work towards work towards i think there's then there's just no end to your possibilities so i've been very opt- so this campaign and even I was a very shy person, and I'll tell you, like in school, I I I was not even uh, confident with my uh, with the way I spoke my English because um, even though I studied in an English medium school, uh, but we were not much you know accustomed with uh, speaking in English. So I think um, it's also uh, uh, moving moving to Delhi even. Uh, and everything meeting so many people from diverse backgrounds uh, has shaped me and i think that is and all my experiences have brought me to to where i am now so i think i've always taken that risk that one step or that you know uh, uh, i had always this thing in me that i need to uh, i want to do something and i will do it and i think um, uh, that is very important for each individual to realize uh but i didn't realize until this campaign came that i can i have the power or i can even build a campaign something something like this which will be supported by so many people across the country um so i feel uh, that is why i feel motivated and optimistic and i think uh, it's it's um i and i wish everyone that they explore their own uh, uh, capabilities and potentialities and um and uh just build on it and uh, uh, use it to whatever you believe in and you want to see a change or whatever change you want to see in the world yeah thank you so much for your nice beautiful words and i would say that i i really enjoyed having a conversation with you like the positive attitude the optimistic way of speaking so beautifully i really i would i just feel like going on and on with your conversation but yes we are restricted to time and we are restricted to everything otherwise i would have gone on asking you more list of questions thank you so much ma'am for joining in thank you so much manvi it was really nice to have uh, to thank you for having me here and it was i really had a nice conversation and uh, 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 something that i always have advocated Uh, and something that i always wanted to talk about um uh, so thank you so much and thank you for giving me this opportunity and uh, uh yeah wish you all the best wish you the same ma'am thank you so much thank you bye bye